0: This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets. I am Pat Mayo. It's presented by Prize Picks code MMN. Get yourself a match deposit of up to $100 at MMN. Link is down in the description. Monday night props and preview and projections, plus the full injury list and waiver wire pickups of the week at the description if you want to jump around and figure it all out on your own. It's good stuff. All right, let's talk about the Monday night game. The Giants are now. Favored by one point. This is down from three at the opening line. It's been going to a pick back to minus one. The money came in early on the Dallas Cowboys, and... It keeps coming a little bit back in, then a little bit out. Some people are trying to middle, but minus one is what we're seeing mainly. The biggest news going into the game from an injury perspective: it now appears as if Michael Gallup is not going to play, and it looks like Dalton Schultz isn't going to play either. So I have readjusted the inputs on my own custom inputs on RunTheSims.com. This is the DIY simulator. You can simulate out every single game ten thousand times if you like to. Uh, I did a quick walkthrough of this on. The weekend show, but essentially, I just went in, took Michael Gallup completely off the board, and redistributed his numbers. Increased the receiving target share of C.D. Lamb, increased Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershots market share and touchdown market share. When you're, if you're playing DraftKings for Monday Night Football, then these are probably guys that you're going to end up in. There's they're, they're two hundred dollars a piece. It's kind of crazy. I put uh old Simi. Simi gets up to a nine percent share. Turpin a two percent share. But realistically, it's going to be a split between Lamb and Noah Brown if my Gallops it's not a certainty as of yet but that is the way that it is trending at the moment from the giant side no adjustments need to be made as of right now we can see Sterling Shepard then you have Richie James and David Sills David Sills V or the fifth I really wish it was just V that would be fantastic news but again no Kadarius Tony more than likely and Wendell Robinson has already been ruled out Out, so you have Tanner Hudson in this game as well. Daniel Bellinger soaking up basically a split of very few targets between them. We're gonna run this. We're gonna run the sims. We're gonna simulate this game ten thousand times and take a look at the projections of see how everything turns out. Noah Brown is a really interesting one to me, especially as it pertains to prize picks, uh, because his market share gets bumped up without Michael Gallup. No worry about Gallup eating into what he does. He's now at three point seven receptions on five point seven targets. In this game, Sterling Shepard, 5.1 catches. CeeDee Lamb, 4.6 catches. So it's pretty good from a receiving perspective for a lot of these guys. You have Richie James and Sills, as I mentioned, 2.2 and 2.8 catches. No one really high up. We'll see how the tight ends end up doing for Dallas. Jake Ferguson expected to produce the most points in this game, 2.6 catches for 26 yards, and a fifth of a touchdown gets you to 6.6. Now, you can't score a fifth of the touchdown. Either you score one or two or none. So it's going to be highly determined on how this goes for him as a part of this market share. So that brings us to price picks. I've identified four that I really like. Now, Noah Brown was at three. It's now three and a half. Uh, but I'm going to, like I said, I already bumped up his target share. So we have him coming above those numbers. I want to hammer down on two of these in particular. We split on the weekend, the Pat Mayo gut feeling play went 0 for two. So that was a loser, but the run the Sims prize pick tool, two best plays ended up being a winner. I think in fact, Each of the top six ended up hitting. What a week to cower it out and not go with the five play. So here's what we're looking at right now from the game on Monday Night Football. Saquon Barkley over three receptions. Daniel Jones over 28 pass attempts. Barkley under rushing attempts. Daniel Jones over pass completions. Noah Brown over receptions. Sterling Shepard over receptions. So I think what I'm going to do, because you need one per team as we go through it, kind of like the Dallas more than three sacks. I just, with the way that Micah Parsons is getting to the quarterback, Daniel Jones, with so many rushing attempts, yeah, he can take off and get away from you, but it just breaks down so quickly for him. One of the same reasons that I think that the Saquon Barkley goes over in terms of receptions, because it's going to be a lot of quick dump-offs if that's going to end up being the case. Cooper Rush, I was looking at less than 3.5 rushing yards. don't know exactly what the projections end up saying on him in terms of rushing yards. He's only gone over that number once in his career, and sometimes he comes in on a limited basis, and that was his first ever Game in 2017. Wasn't close to that. He had one rush for two yards, so I guess he was close to it. But running is not really a part of what he does. We have Cooper Rush at, I guess, 1.8 attempts for 6.7 yards. So the Sims would love the over. I personally do not like the over on that. I like the under, but we'll get rid of that. I'm trying to fuse what I'm doing together here. I think the move for me is going to be Noah Brown, Sterling Shepard. You know what? Let's get rid of that one. We're going to go with Sterling Shepard. More than four receptions in this game. Dallas' D, more than three sacks in this game, 125. So we'll take one of the Sims' favorites and we'll go, hey, we've been losing a bit here. Let's downgrade this a little bit. 100 pays 300 on the one that I want to get to. And then we're just going to blindly play the Run the Sims one as well. Once again, Run the Sims, uh, cannot combine defensive players with opposing offensive players. Yeah, that makes more sense. Ugh. So I guess we're going to have to do the multiplier to go in between it then. I guess we're only going to play one. We'll take that Noah Brown over receptions even at 3.5. Still think it's pretty good. Uh, that'll probably end up being four by the time the evening comes along. So get it now. I missed the three, the three and a half I still like. So we'll bump that back up to 125, do 125, pace 375. More than four receptions, Sterling Shepard. More than three and a half receptions for Noah Brown under the assumption that Gallup isn't going to play once that news is actually official i would expect to see this noah brown number go up to four so you can get yourself the hook right now if you want it i am going to take it in that regard let's jump over to the injury report at each position got some biggies at running back you can find all of this in the mayo media newsletter completely free You can even click on it after the fact. You don't even need to be subbed. I would recommend typing in your email and subscribing, and you can see all the hyperlinks to all of the new Monday content once that is out. I mean, this this box is going to be filled here pretty soon, once this show is released. So you just kind of go down. You can also catch Big John's uh, DFS picks. That's up on it now, a more detailed look at the Monday night game. But at running back for injuries for the week, Dalvin Cook separated his shoulder. He's done this a bunch of times already, so he might actually play next week. So keep that in mind. DeAndre Swift could miss some games with a shoulder injury. He had the leg problem coming into last week. Uh, He's just looking banged up, and it looked very noticeable while watching the game as well. So upwards for Jamal Williams. David Montgomery, he left the game. Not sure whether or not he's actually going to play in Week 4, but... Khalil Herbert stepped in nicely. Khalil Herbert's a top 20 play if David Montgomery should sit. Travis Homer left the game with a ribs problem, and we haven't seen Damian Williams since the first quarter of week one, and that's, I guess, just where we're going with this right now. Uh, We'll see how long he comes back. Good news for Cordero for as long as that happens. You can also get a snapshot of the snap chart for the week at running back, Fournette, McCaffrey, Najee Harris were the only three running backs in football to play more than 80% of the snaps. In week three, Jonathan Taylor, Devin Singletary, Derrick Henry, and Cordero Patterson along with Elvin Kamara, who just doesn't look right. I know he has the ribs problem. Uh, They all played over 70%. No real big things except for you had Rashad Penny up almost around 70% against the Falcons. They didn't run a ton of plays, and you did see DJ Dallas on the field at the same time as Rashad Penny in that game, but I would have thought we'd get more from Ken Walker, who's at 13% right now. Travis Homer banged up. So good news by pointing upwards for Rashad Penny. Justice Hill played 68% of the snaps for the Ravens. Dobbins, only 44% of the snaps. That's going to flip more often than not. Kenyon Drake was a healthy scratch. He's kicked to the curb. Mike Davis only played one snap in that game. But it was surprising to see. Maybe it was a schematic thing, what they wanted to do offensively. But I was very surprised to see Justice Hill play that much. I don't think anyone had India any indication that that was going to happen? The big Josh Jacobs didn't catch a plane. Gaff of the weekend didn't really make much of a difference. He showed up. He was active. He played 65% on the snaps. Brandon Bolden his first week back got 50% as they continued to use him as a receiving back. Zamir White, who everyone expected to start for Jacob, should he have missed the game, only in at 9%. Nine snaps total that would make up 14%. We saw Ramondre play way more than Damian Harris for the Patriots. Curious to see how that goes. Alexander Madison took all the workload from Dalvin Cook once Dalvin Cook left the game. Ditto with Khalil Herbert, who played 70% of the snaps. Dave Montgomery only got in for 17%. You also had Treston Ebner on the Bears who got some looks going down the list as well. James Conner was hurt. Didn't matter. He ended up playing 61% of the snaps. We saw more Jarek McKinnon than Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Damian Pierce, well, he got all the carries. Still only played 60% of the snaps. Burkhead was still out there for 40%. Just didn't do much. Mainly the targets going to Burkhead, the rushes going to Damian Pierce. Way to telegraph your hand, the Texans, and figure it out. In a huge deficit Situation. JD McKissick played way more than Antonio Gibson. That is not great for Antonio Gibson owners, uh, but it was a 55 to 46% share. And we know JD McKissick's going to pile up a lot of those. Cam Akers played 50%, Daryl Henderson played 50%, but Cam Akers did way more work. And if Swift is hurt, we did see Jamal Williams. And Jamal Williams is going to be a good play in general for the Detroit Lions, but I don't expect him to get the workhorse like full-time snapshot. He might get to his 20 carries. He's most definitely at least a running back too, should DeAndre Swift sit. But I wouldn't expect this like, oh, all of Swift's work now goes to Jamal Williams. Just not how the Lions operate. They like to run a two running back system. They will find anyone else to put back in there uh, to split time with Jamal Williams. But he has full control of the goal line work right now, which with the way that offense is moving, they get Seattle this week and Seattle looks horrible so it could be a nice bonanza for jamal williams should he continue to get those goal line carries which there's no evidence to suggest that he won't at this point and only upwards and onwards if deandre swift doesn't end up playing so at running back for the week at the waiver wire pickups Go back to the snap shares for a second to look at it. I mean, if Montgomery is out, Khalil Herbert just touches the ball a million, 11 billion times a game. He looked great against the Texans, against the Giants next week. We'll see. I mean, they're going to be on a short week either way. So H- Herbert is the number one pickup of the week. Then you have Alexander Madison. Should Delvin Cook end up sitting? You're probably not going to know that, but he's still out there. You should go pick him up right now because the cost of re-injury on Delvin Cook is going to be pretty high as well. Then I go Raheem Mostert, uh, Richard White and Jalen Warren, 3-4-5. Herbert and Madison are the only two that you have to go get. It does seem like the Dolphins are going scheme for scheme, uh, depending on what they want to do offensively. Like, we saw a lot of, I mean, Mostert still played 70% of the snaps. It's just they didn't try to run all that much on Buffalo, and Edmonds sneaked in in those passing situations. They put him in the backfield near the goal line, gave him the ball, and he rushed it in. So Mostert still looking like a pretty good pickup in my mind and someone who's widely available. If anyone dropped Rashad Penny, that would be great. From further down the list, you're looking at, like, Jordan Mason uh, for the 49ers, although if without Trent Williams, I wouldn't know how, how great they're going to end up doing here. But that's the way that I am looking at it right now in terms of the waiver wire pickups wide receiver injuries for the week once again sub to the newsletter why don't you help us out over here uh Michael Gallup likely out in the Monday night football game as I mentioned he should be back next week maybe uh Wendell Robinson also out Kadarius Tony likely out for that game Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry left uh, in the second half for the Saints. Both are, they said it's not serious. We'll see how that goes. A.J. Green left the game with a knee injury. Byron Pringle left the game for the Bears. Jake Kumaro left the game for the Bills. We'll see how those guys do. If anything, A.J. Green's absence is just great news for more Dorch in your life. Uh, They really did, with the amount that Arizona is currently throwing in these really short A-dot routes, then you have A.J. Green who was kind of a lost man. He'd already kind of lost most of his snap shares and at least target share to Dortch to begin with. Now, if you just take him out of the equation, you might get a bit more Andy Isabella. Don't know if Rondale Moore is going to come back anytime soon, but it would just be Dortch and Marquise Brown and Zacher. It's a pretty condensed target tree if you really go and look at it. Sammy Watkins placed on IR. Hardly knew you. See you later, Sammy. We'll see you towards the end of the year when you come back and get hurt again. Christian Watson didn't play. More on that in terms of the pickups in a minute, but uh, it's interesting Interesting to note, he continues to deal with these hamstring problems. It plagued him throughout the preseason. Hunter Renfro should be back next week after his concussion problem. So bye-bye, Mac Hollins. Uh, You're not going to get uh, 160 yards probably ever again and see that sort of target share. It'll be Hunter Renfro back. Although, Hollins isn't, like, completely useless at this point. It's just, you know, once, once, you have, once you're fourth on the tree after Renfro, Waller, and Devontae Adams, then, you know, it's, it's, what are you going to be doing? Chris Godwin? Didn't play. Mike Evans was suspended. Julio Jones didn't play either. So eventually they're all going to be back for Tampa. It's going to be fine. I did a recap show game by game. Talked a little bit about the Tampa offense early on Monday morning on Mayo Media Network and on the PME audio feed, if that's what you're looking for. So I kind of share my thoughts on them over there. I'm not worried about Tampa. In fact, they should sit everybody, Tom Brady included, for like the next month. Come back, get everyone healthy, start dominating the league. Because that defense looks legit. But until they can improve the receiving core and get that offensive line healthy. The offense isn't going to be clicking on all gears. Put it that way. And it's going to hurt Fournette a lot right now because he's really like the only guy out there except for Russell Gage doing anything. just a bunch of guys they picked off the scrap heap. No wonder the offense is struggling. Maybe we'll see Godwin in a few weeks. Evans will be back next week. Julio probably will too. So that... Will start looking better. At least the situation should feel better, and maybe we'll start producing more than what we've seen for the first three weeks with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Keep going down the list. Van Jefferson also, like Sammy Watkins, placed on IR. Jacoby Myers didn't play. Still like Jacoby Myers a lot, even if it's not Mac Jones throwing the ball. Kyle Phillips, he's not the captain now, did not play for Tennessee. Rondell Moore, Veluz Jones, both didn't play. Keenan Allen missed his second consecutive week, as did Julio Jones. So those are your wide receiver injuries. We talk about pickups at the wide receiver position I briefly mentioned the two two guys Christian Watson not sure how long he's going to be out for but Romeo Dobbs is the guy that you have to go pick up with Sammy Watkins placed on IR I still expect that Alan Lazard is going to be the guy the running backs are probably the guys as well but just the speed the separation that he was getting against Tampa Bay was enormous if teams are going to treat Alan Lazard as the wide receiver one Oh, Kid Romeo is going to be like a top 30 play every single week, I think, especially in games. Green Bay is running the slowest pace in neutral situations of any team in the league, and they're still getting him the ball, making that a priority. Once Watson comes back, could that change? Maybe, but it seems like Dobbs is the one who's running away with this job at the moment. Number two in the waiver wire pickups, and you can find all of this on dknation.com once it's published, or the hot link will be up in that newsletter article as well. It's Dorch, Dorch. Until DeAndre Hopkins comes back, it's like week eight or week six, whatever the hell it is, you're going to get at least three more good weeks out of Dorch here as long as he stays healthy. So I like Dorch a lot, one and two. I know a lot of people want to go to Traylon Burks. I just don't buy it. He hasn't done anything. That offense looked good when Derrick Henry, Dawick Henry, the old, the old Wisp man, was running the ball. But other than that, they used Robert Woods last week. What are you going to play a coin flip game between Woods and Burks with limited upside on both of them? You want to start that guy on your team? Maybe if you could bench dash him, save him for later, he would be fine. Not really my cup of tea on Traylon Burks. I have him at number five. Russell Gage is number three. With all those injuries in Tampa, he's clearly the guy that you want for the moment, even when Evans comes back and it's the two of them. Should be fine. He still might even outperform Julio Jones once Julio comes back. Because Julio will come back and probably pull his hamstring. Because that's what happens to old Julio Jones. Number four, Jacoby Myers. I think he'll return this week, even if it's Brian Hoyer playing quarterback. Don't really care. Myers is their guy. I don't think that Devontae Parker is all of a sudden unleashed because he had one good game. Myers is the reliable one in that offense. Jalen Burks, Michael Gallup, George Pickens. If you got style points for catches, he'd be number one. But obviously that's not the case. And old Mitch is still throwing him the ball. So that's not Good. Sterling Shepard, Zay Jones, Josh Palmer, DJ Chark, and Josh Reynolds. That Lions offense is clicking at the moment. QB injury. Zach Wilson expected to return in week four. Mac Jones has a high ankle spray. He's expected to miss games. At this point, Bill Belichick would not shed any light onto the situation. I would expect him maybe not to go on IR, but he's out at least four weeks, I would imagine. Maybe he tries to come back in two if like their season's on the ropes, but it's going to be Brian Hoyer starting for the moment. Should have traded for Jimmy G. Maybe they still can after the Sunday night football game. At tight end, Dalton Schultz likely out for the Cowboys. Brevin Jordan did not play for the Texans in week number four. Once we take a look at the pickup power rankings, I still have Hayden Hurst at number one. He's just a, a fixture in that Cincinnati offense. None of these guys are overly great. Hopefully you have a better tight end than Hayden Hurst. I still do like his potential once that offense, and especially offensive line, starts to gel a little bit. Tyler Conklin, even with Uzama active, Conklin was the one doing all the work. Is that going to change with Zach Wilson? It might. Maybe he was a flacco guy, true and true. Just like maybe Garrett Wilson's a flacco guy, all of a sudden you should buy low on Elijah Moore because Zach Wilson is back, and Zach Wilson loves to pepper Elijah Moore with targets. Or it just stays exactly how it's going right now. And they're thrown to these two jabronis because they're completely wide open. It's going to be hard to tell how Zach Wilson changes this offense. Maybe they run way more with, with Hall and Carter where they were just letting Flacco sling it around. Their defense still sucks. So they're going to have to pass at some point. So Conklin, number two, Joku. Logan Thomas, Evan Ingram, like Njoku had a great game on Thursday night, making me look foolish because I'm way out on David Njoku, but I do expect this to be a game-by-game situation. He's going to go like zero zero. He's turning into Jared Cook is who he's turning into. It'll be like 1 point, 2 points, 0 points, 28 points, zero five two. but you have to pick him up based, based on the speculation that maybe he has now found a consistent role in this offense. Then all of a sudden... You're looking a little bit better now, aren't you? Quarterback streams for the week. Lawrence, Winston, Mariota, Brissett, and Cooper Rush of anyone who is under 50% owned at the moment. Uh, we'll see with Lawrence against Philadelphia. There's a real step up in terms of competition. Everyone on the Chargers was beat up, and they started losing. They lost Bosa, and then they lost Slater, and Herbert. Lord knows he has, like, eight broken ribs or something insane like that. So uh, I like Lawrence against Philly. We'll see. Probably not the safest option, but he's but looks so good so far. Just very efficient, easy throws, and he's finding his guys. That's why I had Zay Jones on the pickup. Even Marv got back involved, and Christian Kirk looking like a stud within that offense. Defenses you can stream for the week. Dallas. Against Washington just keep piling, piling up against Carson Wentz or you can stream Carson Wentz too and do both of them uh, almost like the Philly Carson Wentz bring back that I talked about on last week's show and guess who was the number one scoring defense last week in fantasy the Philadelphia Eagles big shocker going against Wentz Miami at Cincinnati Minnesota that's on Thursday night by the way Minnesota at New Orleans Carolina against Arizona Detroit against Seattle and then the New York Giants at home against the Chicago Bears rounds out the waiver wire pickup list for streams at both both quarterback and defense. That is going to do it for me. Code MMN at PrizePicks.com, or use the code, or use the link down in the description. Get your deposit match of up to $100, and join RunTheSims.com/slash Mayo to get yourself 10% off any of the packages: weekly, monthly, yearly. Test it out with the weekly, runthesims.com slash mayo. Play around with the numbers. There are so many tools up there. No one's going to tell you who to play on Run the Sims unless you just go with the regular projections that are up there. Easy to do, by the way. But if you're someone who likes to dig in deep and say, hey, I got a hunch about this game. Let me adjust the score. Let me adjust the target share. You can build lineups and make projections so quickly. I just simulated it 10,000 times in four seconds. Site is quick. You're going to love it runthesimscom the sims.com slash mayo you want the full pickup list it's up on dknation.com and in the newsletter as well i'm pat mayo thank you all for watching i'll see you next time yeah!